Multiversal Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse. Now in podcast form, I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. This week we're talking about... Batman Red Rain. And if you're unfamiliar with Batman Red Rain, it, it's a good thing you're listening to this podcast. The basic idea is, what if Batman and vampires, but in another world? And it took place across three series. Batman and Dracula, Red Rain. Wait, shit. My voice is cracking. Ah, uh, it took part. It took place in three series. Batman and Dracula. It took place in three specials. Batman and Dracula, Red Rain in 1991. Batman, Bloodstorm in 1994. And Batman... Crimson Mist in 1999. And hey, Devin, mm-hmm. what happens if your mom doesn't want to buy you Batman Bloodstorm? Oh, then she gets you the Batman uh, putting challenge. Or she can go to hell. Buy me Bloodstorm or go to hell, Devin. Yeah. There's our obligatory Simpsons reference. Uh, if it is not already very apparent, I am conked out of it. Uh, we were recording this after I went to a horror movie marathon where, cumulatively, I have gotten uh, like less than five hours of sleep. So, it's going to be a fun one, everybody. Uh, it was written by Doug Minch with pencils by Kelly Jones on the uh, all three of the series and letters by Todd Klein on all three of them. Uh, Batman and Dracula: Red Rain was inked by Malcolm Jones. Th- was inked by Malcolm Jones the third, with colors by Les Dorsheed with John Beatty on the inks for the second and third one, and Gregory Wright doing colors on Batman Crimson Mist. And I do want to say one of the things I really liked is how the art sort of evolved and changed really stylistically over time. Yeah. Oh, we see that transitioning from early 90s to late 90s art. I wouldn't even say it is that. I, I, I feel like it totally matched what was going on. Well, that too. But, uh, yeah, it's also in this weird era analogous place, because like, I'm not entirely sure what time zone this was supposed to be set during. Yeah, I agree with that. And, like, the existence of You can tell that there was no overarching plot and it just kept coming back because they probably offered Doug Minch a bunch of money. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's like, hey, you want... He was probably like, hey, I've got this idea. Would a Batman fault Dracula? And then they're like, hey, uh, you want to do something that's like Batman and I guess he fights the Joker, but he's also a vampire now. And then the third one was, listen, here's some money, just fuck him up. But, uh, yeah, we start off with a prostitute trying to run into Dracula, who kills her because she's very bad at slaying. 
She's like, oh, you want to bop on the Hop Street? Hop Street bop. Like that, it was such a weird place to start. And that's where it ended, because that prostitute's dead now. Yep. R.I.P. More need till I join ya. Meanwhile, back at Wayne Manor, Bruce Wayne is having a dream about a sexy woman giving him a hickey on the neck. Then he hear then when he wakes up, he hears about the murdered woman and goes into Gotham as the Batman. While he's there, he finds another dead body, and it turns out that vampires have been ripping the necks to try and hide the crimes of vampires. I think like it's sort of undefined because later on it's like. Someone's been trying to cover up these murders by ripping their necks. And it's like, was it maybe the vampires? Because, like, Gordon seems to be finding a lot of them. And they're already ripped. Also, if you're intentionally ripping the necks, are you really hiding it that well? Well, I mean, it hides that there's puncture marks. I agree. But still... I don't... Uh, I, uh, life is weird, Devin. Mm -hmm. Life is weird. Anyways, Commissioner Gordon meets with the mayor who wants to keep things quiet because he's the first black mayor and he also wants Gordon to do a full-scale investigation at the same time, which... It... it, it this... this book just makes some very weird choices uh so later on bruce has the same dream and the next night he fights someone who he thought was a junkie but in fact it was a junkie vampire and she's able to escape but batman finally sees some real vampire marks and has his weird sexy vampire lady dream again and in her dreams, the vampire's like, Vampires are real. Vampires are real. But not all are evil. And so the next morning, when he goes to get into his car, he breaks off the uh, car handle and finds out that he is now super strong. And then he goes to his doctor, Dr. Church, who checks his blood. And then he meets with Arianne, who does not have a last name. Who knows magic stuff and he wants to know about vampires and she gives him the rundown and apparently like one of the things that isn't here is like they have to be invited inside the inconsistencies of vampire myth is weird i was gonna say that that one isn't hasn't been quite as frequent recently goddamn sexy vampires yep no buffy they, also... no buffy they saw to be invited in yeah and he heads vampires respect consent it, well except in martin but martin that movie wasn't really about a vampire i don't think that movie was just weird have you seen that movie no it was one of them that they showed at the marathon for people who were not in our conversation that we didn't actually record before this it's like romero's second or third movie about a kid who thinks he's a vampire but really he just goes in and rapes women and then like makes them 
and then he like fakes their suicide after drinking their blood but he has to move in with his super like conservative uh religiously conservative catholic uncle who thinks that he is an actual vampire and like tries to do the traditional vampire stuff and it doesn't really work on him it's a weird ass movie yeah, it's weird. yeah. that's not the yeah, great weird ass Romero movie they should have shown they should have shown Night Riders they they did a uh, Romero retrospect with trailers okay and they showed that one, and I was like, yes, I want to see a movie about people on motorcycles jousting. Oh, yeah. Movie's, like, fucking crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, lots of weird, inconsistent vampire stuff. Uh, Batman heads to the graveyard, and he finds a bunch of graves that got dug out, and he tracks them to the sewers, where he finds a bunch of vampires, and he's starting to get overpowered until some people show up with stake guns, which are led by Tanya, the woman from his dreams, who shows up. And then Dracula shows up, and he is able to force all of them, except for Tanya, to, like, almost kill themselves, slash kill themselves. But then Batman's able to stop Dracula. He gets slashed. And then he uh, paints a blood cross, which is able to freeze Dracula for a second. Dracula escapes, and Batman wanders home. He also gets... Uh, and when he gets back, Alfred doesn't really believe that vampires are real. And he's also having trouble with Red Rain, which is a result of pollution. That Red Rain thing was just, like, weird background stuff that's never really explained beyond pollution. And yet that becomes the entire title for the book. Yep. So Tanya and uh, Batman meet up. She reveals that Dracula came here and she wants to stop him, so she has turned Batman into a vampire to stop him. And because, like, he's not doing evil stuff yet, he doesn't have any of the weaknesses. So Dracula turned her. She had been evil for a while, but then she figured out how to make fake blood and broke her addiction and help others to uh, recover while trying to hunt down Dracula. And so Batman goes to talk to Gordon, introduces him to Tanya at her base, and... Then she decides to prove that vampires are real by having Gordon shoot her. Uh, after that, Batman faints and he gets a transfusion from Tanya and feels better. But he hears that Dracula took his friend. At first, he thinks that it's Alfred who's been taken. But uh, Alfred is like, oh no, I'm here. And here are your doctor results, which are sort of weird. And then vampires burst in. Batman kills the vampires and finds out that it was actually Commissioner Gordon who was stolen by Dracula. Batman goes after him, and Dracula, meanwhile, gives a speech about how pollution drove him mad. Sure, Dracula. I believe that. That seems like a thing that Dracula would be concerned about. So Batman comes in and gets most of the vampires to follow him through several traps, ultimately leading him under his mansion where he partially blows it up. Most of the vampires die, and Tanya dies trying to drag Dracula into the light. When she's dead, Batman retreats to his coffin and completely blows up his manor. The next night, Batman gets out and knows that Dracula is still outside, and he goes looking for him. 
But uh, first he stops off at his backup cave that Alfred has set up. And Batman's like, hey, Alfred, look, I got these bat wings. Dracula still has Commissioner Gordon and is feeding on him in the bell tower. Batman shows up, saves Gordon, and fights Dracula, who ends up biting him. A telephone stand... A tele telephone pole! Tel I could not remember that when I was taking notes. A telephone pole ends up breaking during the fight, and Batman impales Dracula on it, killing him. And Batman thinks that he is dying because during the fight, Dracula had bit him. Meanwhile, the first Black Mayor of Gotham steps down because he was trying to cover this up, which I... I guess I understand why they made him black, but I also don't understand why they had to make him black, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, were they trying to justify him covering it up by... Like, legacy being important? Because it never comes back in any, like, important no. way, and he's never really developed as a character. Uh, anyways, Bruce is declared dead, and it turns out that Batman is still around, and he's a good vampire. Which leads into Batman Bloodstorm, where Batman has continued to fight crime as a vampire, and he's found out that there are still some vampires in town, which really upsets him. Meanwhile, Joker has come to town, and he decides to take over the vampire gangs with his vampire cohort, Mr. Creech. And Joker is also not actually a vampire. He's just palling around with them, which is sort of a good idea. And classic it's... Joker. Mm-hmm. So Gordon, meanwhile, has been finding that uh, there's more vampire killing going on, and he's like, It's a good thing that Batman's not evil! It would really sure suck if Batman turned evil. And Batman, we, and meanwhile, Batman is getting tired of taking his serum, especially since Batman bit him and like transferred some Batman some. And meanwhile, Batman is getting tired of his serum since Dracula had bit him, and Alfred has also specifically making him bat steaks. I keep getting a clicking sound on your side. What? Just like there. Yeah, I keep getting a clicking oh. sound. Yeah, like just there. Cool. Alright. Yeah. <sighs> okay, I do also like here that, uh, like I said, the art becomes more exaggerated and cartoony mm -hmm. in a way. And uh, Gordon calls Batman to talk, and they catch up. Meanwhile, the Joker has sent Creech to convert vampires, and when they wake from their graves, Batman kills them all, and they're like, Hey, why are you killing me? Use a vampire too! Use killing people too! And Batman's like, I only kill vampires, and I'm good, and I don't drink blood, and I'm going to kill you all. And then he kills them all. Meanwhile, also that night, Creech chases Selina Kyle, bites her, and uh, when he turns into a hound, she's able to escape, somehow loses all of her clothes swimming across a river, and when she gets in to her house, cats lick her wounds, which... Sure. The, the whole Catwoman thing is awful. Uh, Joker, meanwhile, is taking over more and more gangs, and Batman is tracking them down, mob boss after mob boss. 
and Selena Kyle turns into a cat woman, which is pretty much a nude woman whose skin is all purple and who has long elf ears and a tail. Like, it's some not good cat No, design. it's exactly like the cat when Marge gets turned into a cat in the Island of Dr. Moreau episode. Uh, this cat woman doesn't have whiskers. That's fair and true. And her hair becomes a lot longer. They should have and done like, it. Cat woman's hair is a different color than her body. Yeah, that, that part was weird. Yeah. Uh, so Batman runs into her as uh, she's out looking for revenge. They fight for a moment and then they let each other go. And Batman goes home and he's frustrated about the serum not being good enough again. He decides to go visit Arianne to ask about were creatures, and we get some pseudoscience. And Batman gets upset about his bloodlust, and is told that the selfless love of a woman can help. Joker, meanwhile, starts setting up a trap, and he takes over a church. Batman is still freaking out, and he ends up eating a rat and gets really upset. And he goes to meet with Catwoman, and after they bang, she uh, turns back into being a human at dawn. The next night, they attack a big mafia vampire party and kill a bunch of them, since they know where the uh, base was. And uh, as they like ascertain this is what the plan is, Alfred and Gordon team up to kill more mob vampires. Creature is angry since he's now losing his people really fast, and Joker realizes that they're being followed. Joker tries to set up an ambush, but it goes horribly. Catwoman gets to fight Creech and rips out his heart, and then when Joker tries to shoot Batman, she ends up taking an arrow for him and dies. Which, I mean, Catwoman is a sexy lamp in this. Oh yeah. Which happens a lot of in her stories. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Batman chases Joker to a church that he filled with crosses, but because Batman hasn't turned into an evil vampire and his heart isn't impure... They don't affect him. And so Batman is really pissed off, and he snaps the Joker's neck, and then feeds on him, and goes full vampire, slaying the Joker, and uh, leaves Alfred and Gordon Note to kill him, and they stake him in the heart and leave him. R.I.P. Joker. But not really. You deserved it. What is your favorite vampire-related song? Well, I don't know. I like "Stake Him in the Heart" by the Van- by the Pennsylvania Blood Drinkers. I'm really yeah, I can tell. Uh, yeah, there's a really, really good bit on uh, the best show where a uh, dad calls in, or where a uh, musician calls in, and he's from the uh, Count Rockula and the Pennsylvania Blood Drinkers, and he tries to get Tom to play his uh, hit song, Stake Him in the Heart, and it slowly unfolds that he is uh, part of, or he started up a rival horror theme band and it just 
goes into weird places because he's trying to get his son back and his son is being sent to one of the two new bridge vampire preparatory mm. academies it's a very good bit anyways uh we find out that because alfred and gordon did and shit uh, so we find out that uh, it turns out that because Alfred and Gordon didn't cut off Batman's head, uh, Batman is still stuck in a living nightmare of being unable to move. And uh, meanwhile, Harvey Dent has become Two-Face, Killer Croc is eating people, Scarecrow's getting revenge and killing people, and the Red Rain continues. Gordon meets with Alfred and they're like, hey, uh, you know how there's also all these bad people and also Penguin and Poison Ivy? We need a solution. Alfred's like, a vampire Batman can't be that bad. And he removes the stake, and vampire Batman is very upset because he was alive the entire time. Alfred offers his blood, and Batman's like, screw that. And then he turns into the titular Batman, the Crimson Mist. Alfred lets Gordon know that uh, Batman is free, but Batman has already killed the Penguin and the gang and, like, everyone who he was associating with at that time. They try to call Batman with a signal and he shows up and they're like, Uh, we... Hey, Batman, we found this clue from the Riddler. And Batman's like, I'll deal with the crime and I'll kill them all. And so he kills Riddler here who's, like, a weird stitched... Yeah, he was weird looking. And he also kills Scarecrow and Poison Ivy. And Killer Croc and Two-Face are frustrated and they know that they're going to need help from the cops. And so when Alfred and Gordon see the bat signal light up, they think that Batman might be there. But it's actually Two-Face and Killer Croc who want to work together. And while they have some cold feet about this, they have no better plan. And they figure that Batman is probably in the caves under his old mansion. So they start preparing. After Batman stops the Black Mask, he uh, puts his head, along with the heads of all the other non-insane criminals, on pikes outside of Blackgate Penitentiary. And then he kills every prisoner who is in Arkham Asylum and leaves a note in blood telling the Chief of Staff to go home because his work is done. And the Chief's like, oh boy, it's quitting time! And at noon the next day, Gordon, Alfred, Two-Face, and Croc, and their gang set up their trap. Batman goes to visit Ariane, who asks if vampires can die, because he wants to die, but she has no answer for him, and he goes and broods some more. In the morning, Alfred shows up, and they spring the trap for Batman, and they're able to knock Batman into a deep, theoretically endless pit, but Two-Face betrays Alfred and Gordon by shooting at them, Gordon gets hit in the arm, and Alfred avoids it and runs away. Gordon is able to knock a few of the uh, people as they chase after him. Alfred ends up hearing a call from help, and he is grabbed by Batman, who asks him for help, and so Alfred gives his blood to Batman, who would die otherwise. Batman, rejuvenated, takes a stalactite and spears Killer Croc with it, and as Two-Face gets Gordon dead to rights, uh, he jams two arrow bolts through Two-Face's head. Batman then turns on Gordon and rants about how he wants to drain the blood of the world, but he also wants to die. So Gordon strikes the detonator, a rock falls on him, killing him, and sun pours in, 
and Batman wanders into it to die. The end. Except not really, because like this was a popular character. Uh, DC doesn't know when to let things die, and so he ended up appearing in a few like weird oh, really? crossovers. Yeah, there's like a few where it's like, we're just going to have a bunch of versions of Batman fight one another. Oh, of course. Yep. So, are uh, you ready to answer yep. some questions, Devin? So, Xavier Files sent in... Oh, wait, I should probably open up that entire tab. Because he sent that in to me, but also <gasps> to someone else. He's cheating on us? No, no, he sent it to my personal account, but also mm. a multiverse Q account. My internet is slow in my room on my phone. And this new interface update looks really shitty. Okay. So Xavier Files wants to know who would win in a fight between Red Rain, Batman, and Wolverine, Lord of the Vampires. I'm going to give it to Wolverine, Lord of the Vampires. He knows how to work with others. I give it to Wolverine as well. And he also whines a lot less. And this Batman doesn't use his like magical "I'm Batman and smarter than everyone" strength. That's yeah, is usually what plagues Batman. Agreed. Michael B, who is at not really robot, wants to know which company has the best of it, Batman, and he has a picture of the Marvel Tomb of Dracula bat. Uh, and he has a picture of the Marvel Tomb of Dracula. Dracula. Are we talking about Dracula or Batman? The Batman. Shit. Uh, which company has the best Dracula? And he has the uh, Tomb of Dracula. Dracula. And then he has the Batman versus Dracula animated movie cover. Uh, Batman versus Dracula animated That's movie, a good movie is pretty good. But. Uh... Well, I know what I'm going to vote for, but which? what do you think has the best Dracula? I would still give it to Marvel's Dracula. Think we're talking Marvel's comic Dracula? Yeah, like... Yeah, then for sure Marvel's comic yeah. Dracula. Yeah, like, DC doesn't really have Dracula no. in the same way. It's got Dracula's. Not Dracula uh, the fucking scary character. I mean, you can't... Not Dracula who fought the Blade, Silver Surfer in Blade. All of the X-Men... And the X-Men story still has mm-hmm. led to one of my favorite panels in all of comics. The following oh, No, not that Dracula. one. No, it is Iceman fighting the vampires because he's been blessed by a priest, oh. so all of his ice blasts are holy water ice blasts. Comics are something. I really enjoyed that. I was like, yeah. From what I've heard, that event is like the main thing is absolute garbage, but then some of the stuff surrounding it is yeah. surprisingly good. And the whole thing about making Jubilee a vampire is stupid, but the like actual fights and stuff are cool. And you did get a great scene of yeah, uh, Cyclops think... dicking over Wolverine. That was actually the greatest. Because he gets Wolverine bit, mm-hmm. and Wolverine becomes a vampire and joins uh, Dracula's team, and then at the last minute... 
oh no, JK, the whole thing is that Cyclops put some nanites into Wolverine that turned off his healing factor so his healing factor wouldn't fight the vampire virus. And then he flipped the switch and then Wolverine reverted to his normal self and then went on a kill spree behind enemy lines. In the back of my Dragula. And then we have uh, our last question, which comes from longtime quiet person, Skeleton Tucker, who is the beverage. Where you been? Why haven't you been sending in questions? We missed you, third heat of question asking. And uh, Tucker wants to know what other else world would you like to see with Batman, but he is a monster. Uh, and then he wrote EG, which I think he meant EX. Uh, werewolf Batman, Frankenstein Batman, Gil Batman Man. Um, I don't know. I mean, you'd need to find something that fits with the idea of, like, Batman yeah. at his core. I think you could do a mummy, a mummy Batman. Batman I was also thinking work? that one, too, because I saw that question. Mm-hmm. Like, Mummy Batman would work. The Dracula, like, vampire thing only works because of the bat, but it doesn't work necessarily from a story perspective, because if you're trying to tie it into the idea... It's... More creature from the Black Lagoon is needed. Make him... Yeah. You mean Gilman? Yeah, but I don't think Gilman works effectively unless it's like Batman's on his uh, pontoon boat and you see a Gilman crash through the window and he's like, Yes, father, I shall become the Gilman man. Oh, I was thinking more just like if a Gilman showed up. Like... Maybe stole his girlfriend or something. Oh. But then, like, that's not necessarily true. him becoming a... Yeah. Mummy uh, one's probably the best. I mean, you could do sort of a fit. Yeah, or, like, you could do a Hunchback of Notre Dame. Actually, a Frankenstein Batman would be okay. If you did it of, as he is Frankenstein's monster. They've sort of got... Something like that that we could probably Remember cover Frank for and the Castle. End of this month. Yeah. Oh yeah, Frankencastle is wonderful. Yeah, I'm I'm looking through the uh, classics. Well, we already have our and, thing uh, for next week with Hellboy. Yeah, but was oh, it open last week? Yeah, that was the one where I had posted oh, the Patreon yeah. asking what people wanted. I thought that's how we ended up doing whatever happened yeah. to the Cape Crusader. No, no, we ended up doing that one because we were initially going to do no, Super Joker this month. But then, yeah, you remember my bullshit yeah. is very bullshitish. Bullshit, Vic. Um... Yeah, so last one is Reader's Choice, but I believe I do have that Batman one where he does become a vampire, so we may do that one and like something else, depending on... Yeah. I got you, fam. I'm tired, Devin. Word. 
who knows how edited this one will be. Probably not at all. It'll probably be one of those where I just throw the music on in front of it. Because I must be a creature of the night. Um. Yeah. So. I guess the last thing we need to do is put it on Trials of the Moldavis. I am. You ready, Devin? Uh, overall. I feel like the series lacked a core consistency and really a lot of ability to what it was. I would agree, and I was actually disappointed calls. because like people like really hyped up this series. Yeah, like I've seen lists where it's like this is the number one. What I've like because um, I was like, like going through and like looking at like IGN had like their top twenty-five Batman stories of all time. I mean, it was like a number twenty, but still the fact that it's able to be on that list at all, I was expecting a little bit more. Yeah, no, this this is some garbage, especially compared to, like, uh, Wolverine becoming... Yeah, that was, like, way better. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to find out where we've got that, but I think I've got it on something Probably. weird. Uh, Wolverine Lord of the Vampires is also ranked pretty low on our list. I was going to say, I mean, I also recall not really enjoying so that one either, but... Yeah, that one was not really living up to the hype either. Because that's currently number 359 Dang on son. our list. Yeah, out of a total of 477. So, um... I don't know, I'll, I'll jump down a bit. How do you feel about it compared to um, hmm. uh, what if Wolverine was the it's worst he is at what he does? Uh, I don't like him more than Silver Surfer, White Tiger, Knight Rider, Iceman, and uh, Moon Knight fought Wendigo in a snowstorm. Yeah, that was, I like that better too. Yeah. I so love that image that I made of... Uh, no, yeah, yeah, just yeah. from the Daredevil TV show staring at that uh, so our new number 391 is uh, pre-final crisis earth 43 uh, because I, I, I believe Grant Morrison made a new horror mm. universe but like that's everybody's a monster and I think Flash in that universe is a mummy. Uh, so, Batman, Vampire. Uh, and next week we're covering the classic Hellboy, Batman, and Starman. Hellboy, Batman, Starman. So, we're, we're punching some Nazis. I think that wraps us up for this week. You Devin, can find me online at FredoFettsFreddoFett, and Luke, where can people find you? You can find me online at at Fultreg, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. If you enjoy the podcast, thank you. Uh, you can visit our website, multiverseq.com, to see things like image galleries, except for last week's episode, because Neil, who's still here, has not sent in the images you bastard 
Oh, hi Luke, it's me, Neil Gaiman. I am still here. I, I'm really enjoying all of these frozen meals that you have in your fridge. Luke, you should keep frozen meals uh, in the meal, freezer, not the fridge. To... Oh, well, that's what I meant. It's like how we call everything the lorry over in England. Don't lie. You put them in the Which actual fridge because the... you drink your beer warm. And you want your frozen meals defrosted, but not hot. I want it to resemble the weather of my native country. Neil Gaiman out. Okay, thank you for coming in again, Neil. Yeah, Neil didn't send the images for his own comic, so... Uh, yeah, we'll get these ones up soon. Uh, also, if you want to support us financially, uh, you can donate to our Patreon, which is under my name, Luke Hare. You can uh, see more of my stuff at LukeHare.com. We'll see you next week. Peace. 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 This one's for Hank.